Be vegan, make peace, do good deeds, heaven Godspeed. With profound humble gratitude and love to all venerated enlightened masters, we bow to the Almighty in soulful gratefulness for gifting us with their holy blessed presence. May all beings be awakened by the divine grace. Part 2 of 4 Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule. Nos programs offer plusieurs langues. Veuillez visiter suprememastertv.com baroblique schedule. Nuestros programas ofrecen varios idiomas. Visiten suprememastertv.com barra schedule. Naše programy nabízejí více jazyků. Prosím navštivte suprememastertv.com lomitko schedule. So now, the reason, after the war in Vietnam, many millions of people tried to escape by different routes, especially by sea, and many died, and, and then even if they didn't die, sometimes they were raped and robbed, like the pirates just stole the earrings from their ears and left their ear broken and bleeding, wow. or took jewelry from their hands and broke their wrists, for example. Wow. Please keep watching to find out more. No to vegan, so you can get a free ticket to hell. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. Today's episode will be presented in English with subtitles in Arabic, Aulaxis, also known as Vietnamese, Bulgarian, Chinese, Czech, English, French, German, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, Malay, Mongolian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Punjabi, Russian, Spanish, Telugu, Thai and Ukrainian or Uranian. Yonapot, peaceful-minded viewers. Yonapot is Hungarian for good day. My name is Iboika, the insightful Palots people of Hungary. Pray for every devout soul to find its way back to heaven under the illuminating guidance of a living, enlightened master. The Palots are ethnic Hungarians, whose origins are thought to be linked to nomadic groups such as the East Asian Avars. Today's Palots people live primarily in northern Hungary and southern Slovakia. For centuries, these humble people have maintained their traditional way of life, 
including a distinct Hungarian language dialect. The Palots are known for their rural architecture, folk art and colorful clothing, which can be seen throughout many regional Palots settlements. Among these is the peaceful and vibrant Palots village of Holoke. This tiny community represents a living microcosm of Palots culture, and in 1987 it was inscribed as a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Houses in Holoke are built in a traditional rural architecture style, with surrounding lands that are designed and cultivated according to Palots family farm customs. Authentic folk crafts of this Palots village include clothing design, embroidery, furniture construction and pottery. The joyful Palots residents celebrate occasions like Easter, harvest time and weddings in traditional dress. The skirt for both girls and women includes many layers of petticoats with an elaborately embroidered apron. This is combined with a decorative blouse and bodice. Girls are adorned with colorful headdresses, while the women wear beautifully constructed bonnets. We were pleased to introduce Hungary's friendly Palots people to you, lovely viewers. We pray that all of God's work will be accomplished during this pivotal time of transformation for our planet. For decades, Supreme Master Chin Hai Vigan has illuminated our world with her divine teachings. A fully enlightened master, she imparts the Kuan Yin method of meditation to those desiring to immediately discover the God nature within, to achieve in one lifetime eternal liberation from the cycle of transmigration. The Kuan Yin method has been practiced by all enlightened masters, such as the worshipped world honored one Shakyamuni Buddha, vegan, the worshipped son of God Jesus Christ, vegetarian, the venerated master and philosopher Confucius, vegetarian, the venerated Lord Krishna, vegetarian, the venerated master and philosopher Lao Tzu, vegan, the venerated Lord Mahavira, vegan, the beloved prophet Muhammad, vegetarian, peace be upon him, Sri Guru Nanak Devji, vegetarian, and many more. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vigan emphasizes that if we always remember God, render selfless service to others and follow the laws of the universe, we will reach our highest potential as humans and truly understand our purpose on Earth. An extraordinary living example of compassion, she lovingly and regularly sends material and financial assistance to refugees, the homeless, natural disaster victims and others needing relief. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vigan, 
respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders, and governments for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness. Wishing you the best. Supreme Master Qinghai Vegan receives love and recognition from various organizations, media, governments, individuals, and many awards, such as the 2006 Gusi Peace Prize, considered the Nobel Peace Prize of the East, the World Spiritual Leadership Award in 1994, the Mahavir Award in 2008, February 22nd and October 25th, both proclaimed as the Supreme Master Ching Hai Day, an honorary citizen of the United States, etc., and has been honored throughout the years with numerous other awards and accolades for her outstanding philanthropic and humanitarian deeds. etc. We apologize for not being able to show many other awards and honors for lack of space and time. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders and governments 
for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Ching Hai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness. Wishing you the best. A true voice for our beautiful animal friends, Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan promotes the peaceful, loving, plant-based diet and envisions with humanity's awakening to the sacredness of all life, a tranquil and glorious all-vegan world where people of both animal and human kingdoms live in respectful harmony. Her initiatives included alternative living flyer distribution, the international vegan restaurants, Loving Hut, vegan food companies, vegan fur products, Supreme Master Television, as well as writing and speaking to influential government and media leaders, participating in televised conferences on climate change, etc. Whether we are aware of it or not, her efforts have had an enormous influence on global awareness of the animal people-friendly lifestyle and how this benevolent way can bring lasting peace among nations, while saving our planet from climate change and disasters. Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan has traveled worldwide and held discourses with the public and her disciples on a variety of spiritual topics. On December 8, 2022, our most beloved Supreme Master Ching Hai Vegan spent precious time to share her love and wisdom, answering some questions that members had on various topics. Today, we are blessed to present the insightful conference entitled God Will Forgive Us If We Forgive Others, Part 3 of 9, on Between Master and Disciples, held in English. The thing is, I was so upset with this man. He was very kind. And he treated me so nicely and gentlemanly. But it's just his first question was, where do you come from? <laughs> <laughs> that put me off. That put me off. He was driving his car and I was sitting next to him. I felt the space became too small. I wanted to escape, you know. I felt very, very upset. Yeah. So I, I talked in a very loud voice to him. Later, I apologize, you know, that but I said, I don't think I'm ready for anything. I'm very sorry. You are a very nice guy, and I shouldn't have <laughs> talked to you in such a voice like that. But I answered that question many thousands or millions of times already. <laughs> and I just thought, <laughs> I just thought I needed a break, you know. <laughs> yeah. Number one, there's something inside me that didn't like to say that I came from Vietnam, that I am from Vietnam. Because after the war, millions of 
refugees escaped from Vietnam went on this rickety, very rotten boat and died, were raped and robbed at sea by many different pirates. Oh, oh my God. Lydia also met a lady who left together with her, but on different boats. I didn't know anything, so I say, man, we were so unlucky because we got robbed like three times and blah, blah, blah. And I was complaining. So, and then she say, that was it? And I say, yes. So how was your journey? And she say, we got robbed eight times, robbed eight times and raped eight times. And I say, what? So that was the time that I was real, like, the danger there. Rumor had it that these pirates were allowed specially from this and that government in order to scare the refugees so that they didn't keep coming out anymore and making problems for their country. Of course, they suddenly came in so many, hundreds of thousands. They don't have enough infrastructure so quickly, you know, in such Asian countries. Yes, yes, master. Yes, master. And in Hong Kong, suddenly they had some place to stay. But not every country at that time was rich like Hong Kong or so ready immediately like that. The Philippines also. At that time, it was uh, still President Marco, or at least the first lady, Madame Emerda Marcos. After I met her, she said to me that she was the one who told the UN that her country would be ready to accept and to help the refugees. And she was the one who also tried personally instructed this and that area to build quick, you know, simple shelters for the refugees. She's the one who opened Philippine door for you. She's the first one ever. The Bataan refugee. She built it in 20 days for 20,000 people. 20 days. Day and night work because the the Vietnamese were coming in boats. And we were so scared because the the, the typhoon and the sharks and the bad elements, you know. So they have to rush. She rushed them to build it in 20 days. The Bataan. Yeah. 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 Not many people know about this. Please tell us more. Please yeah. tell us. Well, um, we want everybody to know. Well, uh, it uh, so happened that I remembered uh, Ambassador Murphy at one time, uh, and uh, also the United Nations officials came one day to me and uh, was so desperate because the uh, people from Vietnam, especially South Vietnam, was getting out uh, because there was so much violence, so much fighting and so much uh, uh, killing. And so they were coming in boats and with hardly anything with them. And uh, so what I did was um, when I heard this and I said, okay, uh, we will welcome them here. We will welcome them here. And uh, so I asked how many of them in first batch, and it says uh, maybe a thousand, and then maybe two thousand, and so on and so forth. So I was rushing and rushing the uh, the um, refugee camp, and uh, I'm so glad that I was able to um, fit in everybody when we were able to put in uh, a, re- a refugee camp for oh, like yeah. thousand. So I'm so happy I had the honor and the privilege to be able to welcome. Oh, you're compassionate. You are compassionate. That's why I was very grateful to her. I gave her all the jewelry that I designed and had brought with me at that time. Oh. 
everywhere I went, they just wore a lot of jewelry. And at that time, you know, the, my clothing that I designed and all that to make me look good, look glamorous like a model so that they couldn't sell more. <laughs> they told me, they told me, <laughs> they told me whatever I wear sells quickly and more than usual. So they kept making me wear this, wear that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so small. You wore so many things. Jewelry, they heavy to it. <laughs> and whenever I went home, after meeting or wearing for the public, I could not take all these things off quickly enough. I asked some of my helpers, whoever was nearby, please help me take this, I take that, you take this, you know. <laughs> take them all off quickly, because I couldn't bear anything on my body that much. When I was younger, I was also like that. My mother gave me a lot of jewelry to wear on my ears and my hands and my neck just in case because we were in the war. Yes, yes, yes. So she said, in case we get lost, cannot contact, then you sell this so you can survive. But I did sell, not because to survive, but to treat my friends, <laughs> my, <laughs> my classmates and all that. I sold them stupidly because I didn't know how much they cost. So I sold them just like for whatever they say. I knew nothing. Yeah. And my mother scolded me so much. Say, wow, that costs a lot. You can't just sell like that. It's like 10% of it only. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. But then she gave me again <laughs> and told me, promise not to sell. I said, I promise not to sell. But I didn't say, I promise not to sell all. So I did sell some again. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when, when you are young, you don't know the value of these things. Yes, yes, yes. Master. And you don't appreciate that your parents work so hard to earn money and to save for you and to look after you. And you have your friends, you know, they love you, they like you, and you want to treat them nicely and all that stuff. Yes, yes, yes master. master. So now, the reason, after the war in Vietnam, many millions of people tried to escape by different routes, especially by sea. And many die, and, and then even if they didn't die, sometimes they were raped and robbed, like the pirates just stole the earrings from their ears and left their ear broken and bleeding. Wow. Or took jewelry from their hands and broke their wrists, for example. Oh. oh, my God. Or raped the mother in front of the children or the wife in front of the husband and all that. We were repeatedly attacked by uh, the Thai pirates uh, that afternoon and late into the uh, evening. One after another, the pirates, which were fishermen wearing sarongs and carry big knives, hammers or iron sticks, jumped from their boats to ours. The pirates shouted in language I didn't understand. Our boat was for people, mostly elders, women and children. Young women and girls panicky put on multiple layers of clothes. They rubbed their face and hair with grease from the floor to make them look ugly. The pirates point knife and hammers to people's chest or neck. They searched our body and torn up our clothes. They searched ear, nose, mouth, hair and even private parts. They empty oil and water containers. They even cut up rice bags to look for money and jewelry. They toss all our belongings to their boats. 
I heard all their stories because I was visiting them. And I was also working for a couple of refugee camps and for the Red Cross. And I knew all these stories. And it was really terrible for me at that time. And then when they went to these uh, refugee camps, of course they were looked after, but not uh, all the refugee camps were the same. I went to some refugee camps and they just treated them like dirt. They made them sit on the floor and the high commissioner sat on the high chair and questioning them no end, for example, like that. And I felt very ashamed, too ashamed to be a Vietnamese at that time. So anybody who asked me that question, I tried to avoid the answer. I try always to hide where I'm from. I was so ashamed, truly so ashamed to be a Vietnamese at that time. It took me long, long years after until I felt better. But to be honest with you, I still don't feel that better. I still don't feel completely good or proud to be a Vietnamese. Yes, yes we understand, Master. So that poor days guy, he just, <laughs> he just opened the wound again. Uh, poor guy, he's a good guy, yeah. You can see it when he was angry because I should have gone back to my husband. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> he loves you. <laughs> you love him. You must go back. <laughs> he really, really put all his heart into my situation. He felt my situation was unjustified. Yes, yes master. master. Anyway. So, um, it's okay, that's it. I didn't ever see him again. (laughs) (laughs) He said to me, okay, whenever you need uh, a good car for anything, you can just come here and drive one and return it to me. You don't have to buy one. (laughs) (laughs) Even the Rolls Royce or anything. Wow. He said, because you don't drive a lot, so what for do you buy a car? Yes, indeed. You just come here, take any car you want. Oh, here now, come, try this Lamborghini, try the Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> so the Rolls Royce, etc., you know. And, uh, okay, the Rolls Royce I kind of like because it's comfortable and the stick shift is very smooth. Mm. Yeah. And the car is very heavy, so when you drive, you feel very safe. But the Lamborghini, when I sat in it, I didn't see anything in front of me anymore. <laughs> I said to him, how can I drive? I don't even see the road. <laughs> and the same with the Porsche, almost, you know, because these kinds of cars, they make it for sport driving, yeah, for men. Uh, yes. Yes. And the, uh, the seat is very low. You can touch the road, you know, almost it feels that way. And I am... Uh, 
too short. You know, when I sit in there, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> if you're outside, maybe you don't even see me inside the car, and I see nothing <laughs> in the road at all. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. He said, okay, any car you want, you can come and drive day, two days, and return. You don't have to buy. Because I went there and tried to see which car I, I like to buy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, there was a short, very short date. Not even a day, you know, it was just a few hours <laughs> in the evening. <laughs> Actually, afterwards, we still went eating and he chose a vegan food for me and all that. Not too bad. Yeah, boy, <laughs> not too bad. I told you, the people outside are very nice to me, although I do nothing for them. I even yelled at him, and he's still liking me. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. So I had this kind of inferiority complex within me and the tiredness of repeating the same answer again and again and again. But that guy, it was not his fault. He just asked a normal question. It's just I'm not normal. <laughs> I wasn't in a normal situation. I wasn't from a normal country. Yes, master. And then I felt very ashamed already. I tried so hard to hide my identity all the time, anytime I could. And anybody who asked me that question, I fell out with him immediately. I went somewhere else, talked to somebody else who already knew me and didn't ask me that question again. But these people, that's because they're interested, not because they're racist. Yes, yes master. master. I told you, if that guy was racist, he wouldn't have invited me for a date and even offer me a free car anytime I want, any car. Wow. <laughs> wow. Even after the date was done already. Understand. Yes. It's not like I promised him, okay, today was not uh, very, you know, we would go out again. No, no, I say, I'm not ready. I think I'm not ready. Sorry. He knew, okay? He knew it. Mm -hmm. That's why he got mad when I didn't go back to my ex-husband. Because he asked me, do you still love him? I said, yes, I do. And was it a good marriage? I said, it was excellent, not just good. That's why. And I said, does he still love you? I said, yes, for whatever his feelings. He asked me to go back to him, even though he already had a girlfriend. That's why he said, I don't care, <laughs> go. <laughs> so I said, I cannot say I don't care about the girlfriend's feelings. Mm -hmm. I cannot hurt another person. And this time on purpose, not because of idealism or going to find enlightenment and save the world and all that, even though it might sound naive, but that's what I was. I was really trying to save the world. That's why I left my husband to go to find some solution, some enlightenment like the Buddha did. That's what I thought. But now I'm already somehow enlightened. How can I go back and break somebody else's relationship and hurt somebody just to get my husband back? So afterward, he didn't shout, I don't care no more. I said, yeah, yeah, I understand. But it's a pity, he said. It's a pity. Love is hard to find. Such love is hard to find. I guess he was still heartbroken. His broken marriage left him heartbroken. Yes, Master. Yes, Master.
if you are able, cut off all meat, shaka so drug run roll, vegetarian. Tomorrow on Between Master and Disciples. It's not possible that I, with different color of skin, different facial features, go around in the Western world and go into a very special place like Buckingham Palace without people being curious about where I came from, for example, if I were there. Yes, yes, yes Master. Either Lady Susan has been trained to do this job, to protect the Queen. That's why she was trusted with Prince William even. Or she was so curious that she could not contain herself. She had to ask. <laughs> Considerate viewers, we thank you for your company for today's episode entitled God Will Forgive Us If We Forgive Others, Part 3 of 9, on Between Master and Disciples. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more positive programming. May you awaken every day in the bliss of celestial love. Be vegan, make peace, do good deeds. Hell not reach. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule and suprememastertv.com forward slash BMD.